Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. Hey, I'm Seth. I'm Jenna. And we got kind of a fun show, I think. We're going to be talking about a couple of things. I had a um, delivery from a uh, smuggler from Galaxy's Edge, Batu, who brought me uh, a couple of things I've kind of been um, anxious to get a hold of. So I'm going to... Might, might those be right over your shoulder? Then? They are kind of right over my, let's see, it'd be my left shoulder. I hope that's... It's our right shoulder. <laughs> are are right. they the R2-D2 looking guys with yeah. legs? Yeah, they look like R two D twos on on roids is what they look like. <laughs> look at this, <laughs> they're so cute. They're so big. They didn't yeah. look that big in the distance. Ooh. There we go. Careful. There he is. Oh. Yeah. So he's got his little fairy pole. So these fairy? are supposed to be uh, like the uh, fairy droid that we saw in the Mandalorian that was driving the the barge down the lava river. So they've got legs oh. and. Uh, the body will will turn on the legs, pivots, and uh, the arms. Let me pull this pole off of his hand. Pull that I, feel like, I feel like Bill is collecting husks oh. for him to enter to start putting his own AI mechanisms in Seth to create a true <laughs> droid army. You're not exactly. wrong. Secrets out. Secrets out. <laughs> All right, I ruined the surprise for 2023. <laughs> yeah. 2023 is the is surprise the robots. <laughs> All right, so let me. Uh, I'm going to switch it on. Oh, look, he twists and turns. He's like a twist and turn Barbie. He does so he's got arms down here. Let me bring this up to the camera a little bit. So he's, he's got, got like, lots of arms. He's got lots of arms. So these arms bend all kinds of ways. Uh, one over here. Now these are all manual. These arms. So I'm going to cool. get them kind of down here out of the way. These other arms will move with the controller. And uh, <sighs> oops, here we go. All right. So <laughs> I have to lower him down just a little bit. All right. So his head moves. And then batteries are low. You can. Help. Make like he's running in slow motion, like the six million dollar man. Help! Help! The human has his hand up my ass. <laughs> this is a workplace infraction. Call HR. See, he agrees. Oh wow, it's <laughs> cute. Yeah. So, um, the uh, so the so body comes with it, or what? No. So you buy the fairy droid accessory kit which oh. with the leg parts here that you see here. And then it comes with the two arms you have to have, and it comes with a head, but you have to have the body already. So the only way you can get the body is by building a droid at galaxy's edge. Oh, oh so this was a droid you already had. Yep. And you just so got a is, bunch of fun. So I had the body already. Right. And wow. <laughs> actually, let me bring the other one over. I mean, Seth, there's so many toys that don't. Am I not wrong to think, oh, it's a pyramid scheme from Disney or Bingo, but it's still shut up and take my money? Yeah. Yes. No, I, I don't <laughs> think it's a pyramid scheme because that, that would require. This is just pure capitalism right here. Uh, okay, yeah. You're fair. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's a scheme. It's a scheme. But shut up and take my money. I don't care. Yeah, I this, is, this is Disney going full gotta gotta get them all collect right. them all so so this the reason i i changed out and brought this guy up so His this guy doesn't... same thing you also get the fairy pole with it in addition to the legs and the arms because do they um, all come with the orange heads and they come with this head they all come okay. with this head which is uh red with silver oh. and um and it's then orange. the head also and has the these little raised things on it so let me pop the head off 
Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> not on the podcast, Bill. So I've oh, just beheaded my droid. So you now can, can you put a different here. head on? This one has a little raised. So there's oh. a raised platform that comes with this head. Where Bill intends to put his AI. Program. Right. <laughs> and this actually, this raised part comes out. Uh oh. Oh, the, oh. Like this. The horror. So and you could put a different head on. So, yeah. So. Oh, do you know what? That little R2 part would make a good popcorn bowl. It would. Oh, don't get the butter in the bread. There's a lot of electronics in there that might be oh, ruined if you do. Dang didn't. it. Uh, but anyway, you can pop out this little retainer thing. Now, you have your you have the option with this guy of putting this on here and uh -oh. then putting your whatever droid head on top of that. Uh -oh, or, good. or if you want to, you can just put it on direct. And if you put it on direct, it fits just like any of the other droids. It fits on tight. Oh, so you got different options there. So if you pull this out and put it on one of the different heads, like I did with that first droid that has the transparent head, you can switch heads on it. Now I will tell you that not every one of the droid heads will work for example oh bastards because <laughs> that would for be example cheaper. this droid head so all of the r2 ones work this droid head you can put on that guy but you can't put it on with this oh. so he'll snap on direct but this guy hold it up here a little bit you see uh -huh. he's got like a little Oop, here a little lip around here oh yeah that little lip prevents this thing from seating in there far enough oh. for that for that to work but he will fit on the fairy droid without the extension he'll oh. sit right on top Cute. so i think uh i haven't tried all of my different heads yet but i know <laughs> this head doesn't work and the little round r2 heads do work so i wonder if it's only the r2s that work the experimentation That's what she continues. Said. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, right, and then the last <laughs> for, edition. For the listeners, Bill has just been getting stuff out of the background as he pulls droids off his shelf and <laughs> look at this an army. He's gone droids. to get another one. I yeah, like his so wheel. This guy, let me, uh, Look at his little wheel. Switch him on here. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so this guy is a new addition at Galaxy's Edge, and uh, this is C110P, also known as Chopper, and he's one of the droids oh, in the man. animated series. Oh. And uh, so he kind of does the same thing. His legs go back and look at his little wheel. He That's drives the around. Little... He's got kind of a cute little wheel on the front. And uh, and it's rubber, by the way, not plastic. It's a decent wheel. Oh, okay. See, I, I appreciate that they actually have rubber wheels because one, you've paid for it for the amount right. of cost. And two, right. I think kids should be able to take it out in the dirt. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Especially this guy. He actually, you can't tell here, but he actually looks a little dirty. He's got a little, <laughs> yeah. He's got a little grime on him. You can see it. Oh, that's cool. Be cute. Yeah. So the little uh, arms here are just manually posable, but but he drives around. He drives pretty good, actually, with that rubber wheel on the front. So anyway, uh, more toys. A couple little toys I got uh, from my smuggler friend that went to. Uh, bad too for me so that can't seem to stay away from galaxy's edge no fortunately <laughs> luckily for me yeah exactly <laughs> i mean i'm kind of surprised that disney isn't sponsoring this episode i mean they kind of should be I'm, <laughs> yeah, surprised, exactly. I'm surprised bill hasn't started a second podcast that's purely <laughs> the dynamics and hacks of the disney? disney of the disney droids bill's other podcast should be called hey look at all my stuff <laughs> yeah, right. so much stuff guys <laughs> there's no end all right so uh so anyway so that's it that's the uh latest news i have from batu because some of the cool stuff uh. <laughs> the droids are talking at him yet yeah i'm gonna have to probably maybe shut those off 
They're um, like, I, I'm tired of him exposing us to the in public. <laughs> <laughs> Popping my head off in public. All right. So that's that. So I think next we wanted to talk about the new Star Trek season two trailer that dropped. Well, or Picard. Uh, just real quick. But before you move on, Rubble, I think yeah, you yeah. have to answer the question. Is it worth it? The hobby, like, is the value that you're getting and what those things can do yeah. worth it for people who are like, their kids really want it? And they're like, yeah. I don't know. Because well, um, they're still picturing remote toys when we were kids that were yeah. supposed to be the super cool things. And they never worked to the level that was promised. These, you know what I'm saying? These work. These work pretty cool, and uh, of course and they're not quite transformer quality. Each one I guess comes say, with a, a remote. This is the remote mm -hmm. for the new one that I got. Most of the remotes, when you build oh. one at Galaxy's Edge, it looks like the white with the yellow and red, or white with the red and blue buttons. And but the new that looks like Halloween. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the controller for the new. But they all have the same functionality, and the nice thing is. Um, the droids, if you have them, they communicate via Bluetooth. So if you have more than one, they will talk to each other and stay active. If you only have one, if you're playing with it, it'll stay active. But if you stop playing with it for like, I think it's like maybe four minutes, it goes into standby mode. And then you so, just have to switch it off and on again to bring it back. So Jenna, that's Bill's way of saying, yeah, it's worth every penny. <laughs> well. Also, they they do stuff in the park, right? Yes. So because they have uh, Bluetooth in them, if you build a droid in the park and you carry it around with you, and you can either, uh, for free, you will get a, uh, a cardboard box, a special droid carrying box that you can kind of hand carry it around with, or... Not necessarily free, but... For, yeah. 50 bucks yeah the box is free or for 50 bucks you can buy a backpack free? that they're designed to sit perfectly in you can have those they... show them one yeah it, linda mm. is the backpack any use outside of carrying a droid no yeah well i mean it it could be it's a good size backpack so this is the backpack <laughs> but we don't use it for automation <laughs> and uh so when you put your droid in it, this little pouch flaps down. And look, there it and is then again. It sits in here and looks That's out. As you it's like a baby bag for a droid. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, and the nice Jen thing is like, how can I put is... my child in that? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit dressed up as, as the baby, as, huh. as Grogu. Yes. Grogu. A, yeah, because she's little... going to have my ears. So oh. she's good on that part. <laughs> So as you walk around Galaxy's Edge with your droid sticking out of this bag or in a box, if he's powered on, he will react uh, to different areas of the park differently. So when you buy a droid, you can also, if you wish, purchase a um, $15 personality chip, of which they have six. Seth is still laughing at the capitalism. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, like Everything's Bill's, extra. To make money. Bill's falling for this hook, line, and sinker. Everything's extra. There, look, how happy, exec... look how happy it makes him. I know, I know but there's happy. an exec over at Disney who's just like, man, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. He's like, cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching. So how much does a droid cost? Just base. $99.99. Oh, that's it? Yeah. To make well, yeah, you you make it. Yeah. That's very reasonable. That, and I so then you buy these personality chips and you stick them in there. So they I said they have six. So there's two different personality chips for the resistance, two mm -hmm. for the first order, and two smuggler chips. And they you can listen to the different sounds they make to decide what sound, what personality you want to give your droid. Uh, if you don't purchase a personality chip. It will just sound like if it's an R2 unit, it sounds like R2D2. It makes noises like R2D2. Or if you get the uh, BB model, it sounds like BB8. That's cute. Um, but if you get the personality chips, for example, if you stick a smuggler chip in it, or a, let's say a first order, and you go into the resistance area, the first order droid will make nervous sounds. Ooh. 
And if you have obviously a resistance droid and you're in the first order area, then it makes nervous droid sounds. In that area. Or if you're in the <laughs> droid depot, the droids are all happy because they're around where they can get parts and all kinds of exciting they stuff. They talk to each other. And if you get the smuggler droid, he just starts picking people's pockets. When <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, there, uh, there's a, a, a whole little uh, additional market that's kind of uh, sprung up around this stuff. So you can get stuff like, for example, this device here, uh -oh. um, which uh, you can either run it off a USB or it's got a little uh, box here. You can put a nine volt battery in it, which I've done. And then when you plug it in, it'll plug it into what? act like it's, uh, it'll beacon out as if it's a, uh, one of the beacons in the galaxy's edge in Batu. So first order, Droid Depot, Oga's Cantina, resistance area. And when you do that, when I plug this in, you'll probably hear a uh, chopper up there go wild. And the other guy that's back there on the floor so let me get out of the way let me plug this in oh i see you plug it in there oh got it oh check it out now what's that saying oh i can see him yeah so they both went off so i think it just said droid depot yeah so now these buttons will let you switch where it's at so if i push it again oh f now i'm in the first, first order, order yeah so they'll be quiet now <laughs> well, so when this thing broadcasts out, when the droid picks up a beacon, it'll respond to it, but then it'll go quiet for two minutes and then it'll look for another beacon again. So it's not constantly going off. Uh, so there's the first order. If you hit the button again, Cantina, Cantina. the Olga's Cantina, right? Hit it again. I think we're probably, oh, Savvy's lightsaber workshop. That's oh my god style. and somebody made this yeah this oh. is yeah it looks like it's maybe 3d printed yeah with some okay, custom so electronic stuff show. well not custom but so this is not a disney this, piece of no equipment. this is the resistance no. area and there's also i think oil bath yep that's probably just like a Raspberry Pi with a. I think it is Bluetooth. Uh... Doc Ondars. That's the first one. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. I mean, you can see the. I'll try to hold it still here. Oop. That's pretty flipping cool. Yeah. Now, so you can buy this. Um, How much is one of those? It's not too expensive. I don't know. I want to say maybe thirty bucks. Or. Um, for free, you can also do it for free. Oh, how do you do that? The way you do it that way. <laughs> oh, I set this on my phone. You know, we uh, really should have prepared for this better. I should have, but I didn't realize that I was going to go in this depth into things. But it's it's really cool, and I don't know how many other people are doing this. So, uh, and we have, I think, the fan base who wants to know how to get the most out of their droids. Sure. Um, okay, so there's an app. Oh, of uh, course. Uh, you can't can't see it too well. Just What's tell it? us what the app is called. It's called N, as in Nancy, RF Connect, NRF Connect. And um, what you can do is it allows you to broadcast out. Um, let's see if I can get it close enough here to sense. Oh, yeah, connect. Yeah. Yeah, right. Droid, 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 so, droid. So those are the droids that it's picking up that are broadcasting. Oh, and gee, how many you got there, Bill? <laughs> I have a few. Linda's like, what droid is this? I don't remember buying this. <laughs> Wait, Wait a minute. What's a yellow one? <laughs> yeah. And then um, let's see where I go here. There's just going to be a point where we'll be doing the podcast and we'll see in the background of Linda or Bill, like George <laughs> just moving around, like eating shit and doing about going about their business. Oh, if only yeah, I could get one of them to clean my house. Is <laughs> with that app and your phone, you can do the same thing that this $30 piece of stuff does. Uh, the app is free to download. Oh. And what you can do is um, you can go in and program Bluetooth beacons 
for each of those areas. And there's information you can get on the internet, what the Bluetooth codes are. And oh, there you uh, go. so then you just pull up your cell phone. And um, I actually, last time we went to Batu, uh, took an Android phone with me because it actually works a little better on Android. And um, Shocker. I programmed in a lot of the code. So as I was walking around, you know, like the resistance area, I could broadcast out the first order code. And so I was making the droids do different things than what, you know, they might have normally people expected. Done. Yes. But yeah. um, then he was... people think their droids are broken. <laughs> and then he was arrested and taken to Disney jail. <laughs> right. Right. So anyway, but it's kind of fun. You can get him to do stuff. So if you only have a single droid, you can download get more free app and you can make it make noise all day long if you want. It'll just sit there and every, you know, two to four minutes, it'll come alive and move its head and make noises and, and have fun. Or you can use the controller, do the same thing. Controller will let you drive it around. Um, there's also a- Harass your cats. Yeah, Disney's <laughs> actually come out with a, a special app. Uh, uh, you hear it booting up here, which allows you to go in and, and do fun things with the droids. Um, and you can program movements and get them to dance and all kinds of stuff. So it's kind of fun. And I just want to remind our audience that Bill does all this and he's not even retired. Right. <laughs> I don't know when Linda gets to see him. I just Boys. want to remind our audience that Bill does all this and he's not even 10 years old. <laughs> I, 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 I probably there cannot even come close to giving you an accurate number for the number of times that... Uh, Linda at 5.30 has yelled down the basement stairs, are you ever coming up? <laughs> are you still working? Oh, my God. Are you still playing with your droids? Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Speaking so, of our other favorite space universe, since you've obviously given this awesome summary of what's going on new with Star Wars that yeah. we can get, what's going on in uh, Star Trek? Ooh. Well, Picard I'm glad season two, season Picard, two, season Picard, two. the, the uh, latest trailer has dropped. And we also now have a premiere date, uh, March 3rd, I think. Yes, there it is. Streaming March 3rd, only on Paramount Plus. Uh, but the trailer's dropped and the trailer has a lot of tantalizing stuff in it. Um, in the first part of the trailer. Uh, we see Guinan, which we haven't seen in 20 years. Whoopee. And uh, Quint, funnily, uh, funnily, funny enough, uh, Guinan is running her own bar. And um, you can see a street sign as Picard's walking up to the bar. Uh, it's located yes. on 10 Forward Avenue. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I I caught that. Uh, before we see Guinan, though, don't we see uh, Q? We do see Q. Um, I can't remember for sure where he comes into the thing. I, I wasn't sure if it was then or later. But uh, <clears throat> we do see Q, so we know Q's in it. And um, there appears to be time travel in it because we see them. Um, it looks like they're doing the old loop around the sun thing to slingshot themselves back in time, oh. similar to the way <coughs> Kirk and them have done it in yeah. the past. With, with time travel being so easy yeah. in the Star Trek universe, I really wonder why people just like aren't doing that all the time. All the time. Right. I well, know they've a, got like you a, need time a starship capable of, you know, a very high warp. And if you if you recall, uh, when Kirk did it in the Enterprise, uh, uh, it almost destroyed the ship. Kirk so. didn't do it in the Enterprise. Yes, he did. Oh, wait. Yeah, he did it once in the show, right? Yep. Uh, the other the time one... they did it in a POS Klingon Bird of Prey. Yes. POS. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was 200 years before Picard. So yes. come on. By now, every kid's first spaceship has got to be able to <laughs> do it. Travel back in time. Well, then you run afoul of the uh the uh, temporal accords and the uh Starfleet uh time police will come for you. Oh come on. Like 
that's gonna that's not gonna stop the Romulans. <laughs> no, right. That's not gonna stop Captain P- or Captain Kirk's great uh, great grandkid who's drunk and on his own for the first time. <laughs> well, I- I'm assuming that that knowledge is like secret, like the way they kept the you know <clears throat> the the formula for making nuclear weapons secret here today although everybody kind of knows how to do it now yeah yeah exactly <laughs> although everybody pretty much knows how to do it it's yeah. like when when your history is uh, is hey remember that one time 200 years ago that <laughs> the giant flying or the giant spaceship came and tried to destroy Earth. Only Picard, or Kirk came back with a couple whales, and now we're all friends. <laughs> like right. That's part of the history. Probably one of your students' first questions is going to be, "How did he do the time travel?" Right. Yeah, the it, it's it's a lot, and you have to hope that whatever they're going to do, it's just done well because. Yeah, I always get a little scared when they bring in Q because he's such a, a god. His power, what what is it? Was one of John's favorite uh, word, MacGuffin. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, but I am intrigued that it looks like they're bringing back the Borg Queen, who yes. from the movie First Contact. Yeah, was yes. it First Contact? Yes. So, so one, it, yeah. and it looks like it's the same actress who she did uh-huh. a really good job. So I'm wondering, it like it looks like Q's doing something to screw with the time. So the reason I don't mind Q is because he's not on their side. He's right. an antagonist. He's not a source of power for them to fix problems. Yeah. He's always causing problems, the one causing the problems. Right. He and it a- looks like he's the one. So we see a, a point where he's talking to Picard and he says, welcome to the road not taken and mm-hmm. so presumably there was some something that happened in the past where maybe picard or maybe even another character went one way and it brought about the star trek that we're familiar with and for some reason now we're going to see what would have happened had it gone the other way um and um the the thing that we know that's uh that's different about this is that we do see seven of nine at one point with no borg implants Mm -hmm. um we also see a scene with picard where he's in his um chateau i think and he's looking at a framed picture over the fireplace of the enterprise uh looks possibly like his enterprise except it's it's uh different uh, it's a different configuration and it looks like it's in a heated battle with the Borg. And hmm. my thought is, is that if you had been assimilated and traumatized by the Borg, you would not have a picture of your right. ship in a battle with the Borg to remind you of that event. You'd have something <clears throat> more calming. So perhaps that was an event that, that he didn't get assimilated and somehow they defeated the Borg and it changed the timeline enough that seven of nine had never been assimilated. We don't know. Uh, we do see in different parts of the trailer, or at least one other part of the trailer, what looks to be uh, an X Borg. So that's that's the mm-hmm. picture uh, from the first season. So that's not the Enterprise picture I'm referring to. Um, mm-hmm. But we do see some what appears to be X Borg in another part of the show um we do we do see the board queen uh we also see the ship la serena which uh picard's on now uh looks a little different uh in season one it's uh, black with a lot of red uh designs graphics on it and in this one it looks kind of gray and almost like it's armored maybe they maybe they've got some sort of armoring coating on it now i don't know well, how do you resist the borg without data though that's what kind of yeah that's going to be interesting. That's a good question. And we do see uh, at one point La Serena is being chased by three Federation starships and being shot upon. My assumption is that those Federation starships are trying to prevent them from doing the time travel thing because they know what they're up to. They're going to go back and change something because something got changed in the past. 
which has made the Federation we know no longer exist. And the Earth, uh, it's made the Earth different because there are some scenes of the Earth from orbit and you see this honeycomb grid over the planet, which looks to me like some sort of a deflector uh, array or something to protect the planet. And that maybe Earth has gone sort of isolationist. Yep, there's the picture, Linda. So you can see that that ship looks a lot different uh, than the Enterprise we're familiar with. And you can see it's in a heated battle there with what appears to be Borg cubes on either side. Um, hmm. So maybe that's prompted the Earth to go isolationist and maybe erect a big shield to protect themselves. I don't know, yeah. uh, but uh, it's uh, it's very intriguing. Yeah, whatever happens, we know they go back to 2024 or, you know, for yeah. them back to 2024 for us. Oh, God, what's going to happen in 2024? <laughs> and can they take me back with them when they go <laughs> yes right that's um, when uh bill releases his droid army um, yes yep there's picard i i think maybe that that's him beaming down in the 2020 2024 must be so i like how pie and be like professor x yeah, uh, yeah. Right. i like how when they I like how whenever the, the Star Trek or any of the series go back in time, the first thing you see is graffiti. Do we have that much graffiti around? Yes. <laughs> I guess yes, we, we do. do. I think we do. Um, there's also uh, some scenes that look like they take place in our time frame, 2024, uh, with what must be, if that's the case, a distant uh, ancestor of Noonien Sung. Because uh, it looks like data, but he's got kind of a beard. Uh, he's wearing, you know, 21st century clothing. And Q's talking to him and he offers him something that looks like a pill filled with some sort of blue fluid or something. Um, and he looks Having like... flashbacks to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks, I... uh, he looks uh, almost demented in uh, uh, one of the scenes where they show him. Um, and he looks angry in the scene where he's with, uh, uh, maybe not angry as such, but, uh, disgruntled, I would say, or maybe just angry with life in general, uh, in the 21st century, this distant ancestor. And so it's not really clear what, um, Q's offering him or what, what that does, but that's kind of an interesting piece of it too and and that scene i think where linda just showed <clears throat> uh the scenes where we see the board queen she's actually on la serena mm, so yikes. it looks like she gets taken back in time uh as well and i'm not sure what that's all about yeah. uh, we see her crawling crawling around behind some uh cargo cases in one scene of the film so i'm assuming she's stowed away on board but what her plans are, I don't know. Get back together with Picard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Make that work. Yeah. No, Make that work. no, she hooked up with Data. Go on. But she yeah, that's wanted right. Picard. Mm. That's right. Picard was going to give himself if he'd, if she'd let Data go. Oh. Right. It's been uh, a while since I've watched First Contact. I know. And top, yeah. that, that was a good one. It was a good one. Well, uh, Bill, to your thing, that doesn't have to be an ancestor of uh, Sung. That could be the, the, the android kind of duplicate that was at the android colony. Because they looked exactly like Data and kind of exactly like that with the beard and everything. The android... Oh, you're talking about in from season one? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Could it could be it, him. It could be. Um, he just—it uh, just looks to me like it's not him. But I—I um, I suppose we'll see. I mean, anything's possible. They could was this? Was this in the? Was this in the? Uh... Whoa! Yeah, oh, I know. I just found that's, this. That's not anywhere. That 
Oh, I maybe just that's someone's making probable, a joke that, about yeah. him having taken over Picard's Professor X role, taking over. I know, I know. I was gonna say, isn't this the same guy? <laughs> hey, Linda, you might want to check your volume. You're really hot. You're over. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, one thing we don't see, we see a little bit of Eleanor. Eleanor um, running, being chased through. Looks like maybe the city of Hong Kong at some point. Um, and, uh, then later we see him on La Serena in a bio bed with Raffi kind of crying over him. Uh And so I'm not sure what's going on there. And, and the other thing that was interesting is that we did not see much, if anything of Soji in the trailer. Mm. Now she is listed as being part of this season. So I wonder if something's going on there where they can't really show anything without giving too much away. Mm. Uh, makes me wonder. So we've got just over a month and my excitement is through the roof on this. <laughs> I who, can tell. Who, who didn't you see in this trailer who you wanted to see? Um, I would have liked to have seen Jordy. I was thinking the same thing. I want yeah. to see Jordy back. I want to see Jordy. Um, is there anybody else? Um, Worf. We haven't seen Worf. True. Worf oh. would be a good one to see. I really want to know what's going on with Worf. Come on. Right. Right. I think he went back to the Klingon Empire, didn't he? Yeah. Is he yeah. running things now? That would be awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to see Worf. him with his own like guild or school of warriors or something like that. <laughs> They would be awesome, <clears throat> which 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 makes me instantly think of Elnor and uh, mm-hmm. his uh, his uh, clan that he's in the uh, where they have they practice absolute candor. candor. But, <laughs> yeah, but it, <laughs> I love his little tagline. You know, when he runs into a foe and he says, "Please choose to live." Choose to live. <laughs> oh know? yeah, <laughs> I that that's. Kind of, uh, that's a badass line please choose to live <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed that. that i needed that line thank you yeah the please only thing live. that would be <laughs> i can just see you <laughs> see you telling that to somebody just like straight faced please but please i also know kana would never warn someone like that i mean her her new friends have been teaching her more patience <laughs> have they have they <laughs> This is from your D&D game, I take it? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, to give context for our audience, my character, nice. my rogue shifter, nice. who likes, who's impulsive. It, I think I think the only thing that would have made make Elnor's line better is after he beheads the foe, <laughs> he, he turns to the camera and he says, he chose poorly. <laughs> uh, that's crossing the streams bill that's i know i know that's breaking the fourth wall that's referencing another property <laughs> right right but it would be awesome he chose poorly yeah so yeah so i'm super looking forward to that and beyond that in may very exciting star trek strange new worlds comes out Ooh. now for those of you that maybe were encased in a concrete box in the past two years, Star Trek. That's all of us, Bill. That's all of <laughs> True. us. Valid point. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds follows the exploits of uh, Captain Christopher Pike, uh, one of the original captains of before uh, Kirk of the Enterprise, along with Spock and number one. And uh, this is going to be kind of a different uh, different series. It's it's uh, more of a throwback to the original series in that um, each episode is going to be sort of a standalone. Uh, yeah, like the old, like the original. Yeah. Right now, there may be an overarching theme for the season, but each episode is going to be a standalone episode. Good. So, so that'll be kind of cool. Uh, very much looking forward to that and seeing the Enterprise back in, back in the saddle again running the screen so that's coming in may so a lot of exciting star trek stuff happening yay yeah. i was gonna get a space. my 
I still repeat my long-standing why can't they do something that doesn't have Spock and Kirk and the Enterprise isn't in it. Do right. something new. That's Discovery. Well, I mean, they're doing they they do a lot of they do a lot of new stuff. Star Trek Discovery was really new. Well, um, that's Discovery now. Discovery started off as another one of those prequel to the right to the shows we already know thing where they didn't respect the timeline and didn't right had the stupid Klingons and right Spock was there too. (laughs) Yeah. But they did fix that. Fortunately. Now they're doing something new with it. And I might, I need to give it another shot and see what it's like in the future. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I like where they're at now and what they're doing with it in the future. Uh, it's uh it's pretty exciting. Uh they're on a little bit of a mid-season hiatus right now. I think they start up this month, February. So start back up. Um there's so some discovery and there's a whole new season of lower decks that I yep. want to catch. Yep. There's cause... also Star Trek Prodigy, mm-hmm. which is out, which is actually pretty good. Yeah. So what's the deal with Prodigy? For a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but I do, I do like the animation in that quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, much more than I like the animation in Lower Decks, for example, as a more realistic style of animation. I think that appeals to me better. Yeah, it's um, hard to describe. Yeah. So in Star Trek Prodigy, um, we're basically introduced to uh, a cast of alien characters uh, that are kind of enslaved on this planet where they're forced to mine this uh valuable mineral um but uh part of the mining work is also the search for something which the slaves don't really know what it is but they come to find out it's uh, a lost uh, federation starship and uh so anyway they find the starship uh without this uh evil guy that's running the mining operation knowing and they figure out a way to get it working again, and they end up stealing the starship and, and escaping. So the starship is now run by, and it's basically more or less uh, mostly um, teens or adolescents, I guess, um, and uh, sort of shepherded by a hologram of uh, Captain Catherine Janeway. I was going to ask how Janeway got there. Yeah, so she's... Uh, She's like a hologram, a training hologram on the ship. That's the ship is, I guess, was designed as sort of a training ship, but then it got modified to test uh, some new um, uh, uh, sun uh, that basically has a sun on the verge of collapse Uh. in, in its hold somewhere. That's it's being the the energy generation. Yeah. And so it can go to uh, like, I think it's like almost warp 10 where it can be almost anywhere at any time instantly. So it's being chased by one point where they figure out what this sun thing is, what all this energy is being used for on the ship. It's the containment field for this sun that's in a state of collapse. And so once they tap into that energy, the ship just shoots across a quadrant in a heartbeat. And uh, so it's kind of fun. They're exploring a bunch of new different worlds and, and learning about the Federation. And I think there's a, we're not caught up with all the episodes yet, but I think in one of the the current episodes uh, they get Star Trek uniforms. And I know they were talking previously about going to find the Federation uh, for help. And uh, so maybe they did that. Uh, One of the last episodes that was pretty cool, which was kind of unique uh, in a Star Trek series is that um, the, the guy there. So you see that big rock Mm -hmm. uh, creature on the, right of the screen and then there's a blob that's what's his name murph i think or yeah i want it it's adorable yeah and uh, he basically just eats everything (laughs) and then the kid to the next is kind of like the main character of the show uh the uh quote captain of the ship i guess and so uh in the last episode we saw he uh had found out about this um scenario to test 
uh, your uh, ability as a captain. And so he wanted to complete this. Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. So he wanted to complete this test to prove that he was worthy of being the captain of the ship because some of the other kids or uh, uh, crew on the ship were questioning if he should really be the captain or not. And so he chose the Kobayashi Maru, which is he didn't realize is a no win <laughs> no situation win scenario. Right. So he, he attempts it like 200 times uh, and continue, continuously fails it before finding out that. You know, it's uh, just a test to see everybody to make you realize that it, there's a point at which you're going to face a no win situation. And it's not about can you get out of it, but how you deal with the fact that it is a no win situation. And once he figures that out, then it, it kind of changes his perspective on things. But the cool thing about it was when he's doing the Kobayashi Maru, he gets to pick his crew, a bridge crew to help him. <laughs> <laughs> and so he ends up getting Odo, uh, uh, Lieutenant O'Hara, Spock, Spock, yeah, Scotty, Doctor Crusher, <laughs> uh, Doctor Crusher. Anyway, it's it's one character from every one of the series. That's cool. Yeah, which is pretty that, cool. That is and, cool, but I don't know how I feel about them doing characters with some of the people who've died though yeah and what they did is they it, it came across really well and they took yeah so there you see crusher and spock and uh the captain kid sitting there and then uh you don't see scotty but he's in the back near the engineering screen is it young scotty or old older scotty no it's like you know scotty uh from the movies okay old scotty yeah and then, I, it would have been not, great to have simon Pegg voicing the new scotty right but not the really old scotty but um yeah. and then uh odo and i can't remember who else was in one of the command seats uh ohura ohura right yeah so so that was pretty cool and they took clips like for ohura and some of the and spock they took clips from other shows and use those to voice for their the voices for their voices. It was really good the way they did it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That is, that yeah. is good. I miss Renee Abrajonas. Yeah, I know. He was a good character. Um, so anyway, so uh yeah, so lots of lots of fun Star Trek stuff going on. The Star Trek so, universe is expanding substantially. So uh, uh really quick, yeah. when does Prodi when it when does Prodigy happen? Um, I believe it's it's uh, a few years after the time of Voyager, obviously, because Janeway is uh, back enough that they can make a hologram out of her for training uh, cadets and stuff. But they just find a Federation starship somewhere. Yep. And we don't know why. And it's a it's a smaller starship. It's called the USS Protostar. And that's it. It's got this protostar in it that's in the. Mm -hmm. verge of forming and that's where they're getting the energy from for it so supposedly uh we saw a little bit oh i know um i remember now there was a little bit of a clip uh and part of this is is in a database that's um been marked uh, uh confidential and top secret on board the ship that they hadn't been able to fully access yet but they did see a few clips from it and apparently chakotay was the captain of the protostar and he had been sent on a mission to test this new ship and for some reason they had to abandon ship and the ship was lost hmm. so um that's pretty much what we know at this point so, what if it's in the discovery time period though yeah it's not that far in the future okay yeah it's it's sometime not far after voyager gets back to earth as as I understand it at this point. So, but that could change as we learn more. All right. Well, All right. I don't know how long we've been going here. I think we've about reached our limit. Yeah. On gabbing. Shall we uh, wrap it up with a question? Okay. Which, which Star Trek episode are you guys looking forward to or series? Are you guys looking forward to the most? Uh, the resumption of Star Trek discovery uh, the premiere of Star Trek Picard season two or the premiere of Star Trek Strange New World season one. 
or are you really enamored with Lower Decks or Star Trek Prodigy? Uh, let us know what your favorite is, or even if it's one of the uh, classic series that we all know and love. Let us know that too. Well, Strange are, New World. Yes. Are we answering that? Uh, yeah, let's answer that, did. Seth. I just did. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm all about Picard season two, but also Lower Decks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jenna, Lower Decks. Lower because deck? I need I need the lulls right now. <laughs> <laughs> did you All see right. the first season, Jenna? It's fun. It's nice. a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm it, gets really... gets, it gets better. I think it gets better. Because at first I was like, oh God, really? But then I was marathoning it and it got better and better all the time. And I'm laughing my head off. Did, it's you, awesome. You guys finished out the season? I haven't yet. Oh. See, my fa- my one of my favorite bits was where uh q had a q had a cameo and he's just like following them around do you want to take a test do you want to test humanity and they're like no go away q (laughs) we don't have time for this that's awesome god we're busy now i think i'm mostly looking forward to the return of uh star trek picard season two and right right up there with that though would be star trek strange new worlds so um yeah all right. Well, cool. Well, let us know what you guys think. And uh, we'll uh, address that as the comments come flowing in. So, Jenna, any follow up thoughts? Uh, good time. Good space times. All to come. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, folks. Well, take care. Thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.